Boom, baby. You made it to the one and only Specs Attack, baby. Welcome to the show. We got a great show for you guys. We're going to do a giveaway today, so stay tuned. We'll let you know exactly how to enter that giveaway. Absolutely free, guys. All you guys got to do is do a couple calls to action. We'll let you know exactly what you guys need to do. But let's go ahead and start the show. Welcome to the Specs Attack, baby. Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. You guys out there, that's why we do this show. Let's go ahead and bring on my man, Chris Ketchy. What's going on, man? We're going to be doing headlines. We're going to be doing our watch list. All right, let's go ahead and catch up. What's going on? If, if you're having struggles finding specs that are, 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 I guess, down, one of the things you want to do is find the industries that are going to come back. What do you think will really come back roaring? As one, you guys know I'm big on this gambling. We'll see when that comes back. Bunch of specs in that area. Um, SEAH, GNLG, RSI, Genie. We'll see when those come back. At the end of the day, sometimes you got to look into the industry more than the stock itself. Smash that like up and let's get into the headlines. All right, guys. So starting out on headlines today, highly on HYLN, who, of course, we've got some merch from. They announced yesterday on Twitter they've officially broken ground on their facility expansion. This is a stock I own. Remember the story here? We have electrification of existing vehicles. Then they also have the Hypertruck ERX vehicle coming soon in that semi-space. So breaking ground on the facility expansion will allow them to continue with their growth items moving forward. So uh, good news out from Hylion uh, yesterday. Then we have Re-Automotive, R-E-E, which recently despacked company announcing its U.S. headquarters and first integration center in Austin, Texas, as it prepares for production in 2023. Uh, Re-Automotive, remember, creating the uh, skateboard design for the electric vehicles where people can build on top of it. Um, I look forward to hearing more from them on some future deals, but keep an eye out on this one. And we have QuantumScape, QS. They plan to redeem all of their outstanding public warrants. Um, so warrants will stop trading on the New York Stock Exchange effective August 24th. So if you hold QuantumScape warrants, make sure you pay attention to the, the news here as those are being called by the company. We also see QuantumScape uh, shares down 4% today, likely uh, with that news. DMYQ Planet. We we had Planet uh, on the show not too long ago. Niccolo Damasi talking about it. They announced on Twitter yesterday that they expanded their work with NASA to now provide access to planet data to all U.S. federal civilized civilian agencies and National Science Foundation funded researchers. That's over two hundred and eighty thousand users so a big deal out there for planet again that's dmyq um but one to definitely keep an eye on uh you know you hear mitch and i talk all the time about nasa right with space stocks here you have planet the satellite company expanding on that relationship with nasa so good uh news out there then we have fisker fsr so an article on electric uh talking about how fisker 
plans to debut its upcoming Ocean SUV during the 2021 Los Angeles Auto Show. That's going to take place in November. So if you were looking for a catalyst for uh, Fisker shares, remember they won't have that car out until next year. You're, you're looking at November, right? They're going to be sh showing off that vehicle. Um, they're also going to be talking about their prototype testing and possibly additional vehicles. So keep an eye out. Fisker already has 62,000 uh, reservations, including fleet orders for that Fisker Ocean and uh, over 17,000 paid reservations for the Ocean. And then again, more vehicles coming in the future. We got a couple votes set yesterday. So SCPE setting their vote date of August 6th. That's with Rockley Photonics. And then SRAC setting their vote date of August 11th with Momentus. Remember Momentus, this is the space, the FedEx of space last mile delivery. It's also the one that saw a fine from the SEC. So keep an eye out uh, on this date as this one could actually see you, you know, some real pushes from uh, the SEC and possible uh, extension of the vote. And then NSH setting a vote date of August 13th with Spire Global. A uh, new rumor out there, we have SNII. This is a supernova SPAC from Spencer Raskov in talks to take food service software and analytics company Buyer's Edge platform public. So Buyer's Edge processes and acquires purchasing data used by restaurants and food companies. Current clients include Hormel Foods, Tyson Foods, and J.M. Smucker Company. Um, so this is an interesting one, you know, as we see restaurants coming back post-pandemic, some of these uh, consumer product food companies seeing growth during the pandemic. This is a company that helps with the data and analytics behind the scenes so keep an eye out, uh, SNII. Again, that's a rumor, and that is coming um, from uh, Bloomberg. Then we got some news out on another rumor yesterday. So SLAM, S-L-A-M, the Alex Rodriguez SPAC. So this is an interesting one. They, they announced that trading cards and NFTs could be coming soon for college athletes with Panini signing a partnership with One Team Partners where they can create trading cards and digital assets. So sports mentioned in this Forbes article include uh, college football, men's basketball, women's basketball, baseball, and some Olympic sports. Panini has a partnership with 200 uh, universities, including uh, many of the Fanatic schools, the Leafield schools, and some of the independent represented schools like USC and Ohio State. Um, so again, Panini and talks to go public with Slam. Panini already has deals with NFL, NBA, FIFA, Walt Disney Company, Epic Games, and the UFC, and now possibly adding in college sports to the mix. I know as someone you know who collected cards as a kid, you couldn't get athletes until you know they had ended their college career. Sometimes you got cards of them, you know, in their college uniform prior to the draft and then lots of them, you know, once the draft had happened. But due to name, image and likeness, it looks like we are now going to see college athletes uh, on trading cards and NFTs while still in school. Then our deal announced today, this one was rumored a couple days ago. So event technology provider Cvent landing a SPAC. This is with Dragoneer Growth Opportunities Corp. 2. 
ticker DGNS, valuing the company at $5.3 billion. This was also the one that I talked about um, the yesterday, that Zoom video could be interested in the pipe deal. So it doesn't say what percent Zoom is acquiring, but they are mentioned on that pipe deal. Public DGNS shareholders will own 5% of the company after the merger. We'll trade as ticker CVT uh, once public. So CVAT been around since 1999. They're a leader in the meeting, event, and hospitality space. $1 trillion spent on business meetings and events annually. So they have a, a $30 billion total addressable market. And, uh, you know, one of the interesting facts in this presentation is that they have 51% of Fortune 500 customers as clients. That's a good customer base. Over 23,000 customers and recurring revenue of 92%. We love recurring revenue. That's a strong number. As I mentioned yesterday, Cvent shifted its business model during the pandemic to virtual and hybrid events. That led to new revenue streams and also getting 900 new customers that had never used Cvent before. So they they also see, you know, the 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 virtual and the hybrid events being growth and also their hospitality cloud platform which will help companies with hotel booking. Uh, an area with high growth, and it also creates that end-to-end solution for them. So CVAT had revenue of $499 million in fiscal 2020, uh, again, down slightly from 2019 when they were all in person. They see revenue hitting $507 million this fiscal year, $623 million in 2022, and $763 million in 2023, with revenue split 27% virtual, 26% hybrid and 46% in person. Again, DGNS, the ticker. And, and then, Mitch, of course, our big news out today. We we mentioned it yesterday. CCIV, Lucid Motors, holding that uh, shareholder meeting today. They announced this morning they have received approval, um, including on Proposal 2, which was holding up the vote. So all shareholder proposals were approved Friday morning. Uh, that's CCIV and Lucid Motors. Over 98% of shareholders who voted approved the merger according to the company. That merger expected to close today. So now we'll change its name to Lucid Group and trade as ticker LCID on the NASDAQ. So making the switch from the New York Stock Exchange to the NASDAQ. And again, LCID will begin trading on Monday July 26th. So today is your last trading day with CCIV. Those shares will be LCID on Monday. They will automatically change over in your broker if you own them. And then again, the Lucid Air coming later this year with uh, deliveries expected in the second half and the company working to ramp up manufacturing capabilities and release additional models in the future. So Mitch, that's the big news I'm seeing out there. CCIV We did have shares up around 5% earlier today. Then we were up about 1%, and it looks like now we're up about 3%. So shares, you know, obviously trading uh, uh, pretty aggressive here, you know, due to that shareholder vote. What What are you seeing out there with CCIV? Well, one of the things that definitely to mention is, I mean, I, I don't know what happened with proposal number two and why they struggled so much with it, but definitely something to note. Um, Mitch, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you part of the reason they struggled. So they uh, 
This was to uh, increase the number of shares outstanding. Mm. And uh, there was a lot of misinformation out there. I'm not going to name names, but there were some some retail traders on Twitter who actually encouraged people to vote against Proposal 2. Um, you know, again, guys, we're about information on this show. We're not going to tell you whether to buy or sell a stock. But again, I caution who you listen to and who you follow. Uh, you know, this is common practice with SPACs that they have to have a certain number of outstanding shares due to the possible calling of warrants later on. And again, this is an electric vehicle company that will need money in the future. So there is always going to be the possibility that they offer more shares. I think that's a conclusion that we can all agree on that electric vehicles cost a lot of money to make for a company that is not yet profitable. So that's my two cents there, Mitch, on why they struggled. Also, Proposal 2 needed a 65% vote instead of a 50% vote. So as I mentioned, a lot of people not voting on their shares, that 65% number obviously took a long, longer time to hit than the 50%. Well, I will tell you, Chris, I'm a little upset today. Why are you a little upset, Mitch? It's Friday. Well, because I got stopped out, man. That's a nice, that's a nice drawing, out. though. Holy cow. I had this trade drawn out and everything. I kind of expected it to go to these levels. But guess what? I was just a little too tight with my risk. That happens. That happens. I mean, you can't really be mad. It's not like I lost a lot of money. I didn't really lose barely anything on this trade. But the FOMO, the FOMO, MOMO. It'll definitely get to you. And, and now I'm seeing this stock starting to rip up, really holding the 23s strong now. That's what I was expecting. That's what I was looking for. But this just shows you how important execution is in trading team because you can have the right plan. You can have the right story. You can have the fundamentals if you even want. But that doesn't mean that you're always going to nail the stocks correctly. Here was a little too tight on the risk side, got stopped out. And I would be sitting in the green now and be looking good. But uh, we'll, we'll see if this one continues to kind of run. One of the things that I pulled up is a 15-minute chart you guys are seeing here. So you guys are seeing three days of action on this 15-minute chart versus looking at the one-minute chart, which you would only see kind of this action. This is how you this is how you can confuse yourself as a trader and not understand why you get these kind of pullbacks after a rip out at 9 a.m. Because it's just coming back to further support. The support that was made actually on the 20th of July. And so with that being said, you always got to know your levels. I always talk about it. There's levels to this game, guys. You guys know how I like my one, two, three rule. That's why I drew it out there for you guys. But we'll see if it kind of continues and makes a rip on the ticker change. Really, the real question is going to be when we get back up to 60, uh, not 60, up to 30, because that's when we got towards last time where we couldn't get in towards above that 35 into the gap zone. That's what we've always been looking at on this chart. We'll see if we can get back to that gap zone. Mitch, what do you think of that ticker, LCID? I mean, I, I feel like that's a, a decent one if they're going to be a lucid group. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I, I can tell you right now, the cult-like following will follow it, even if it had the uh, ticker name poop. Or, or ABCD. Yeah. <laughs> it, so, it, I, you know, I think it's important here, you know, normally when these mergers get announced that they've been accepted, it usually takes about two days to change over to the new ticker. So now with CCIB, we have it ending today, and we're going to get shares trading on Monday, the 26th as uh, Lucid, LCID. 
So there, there's a smaller window. We just have the weekend in between here. I, I think one of the questions is, you know, how much media attention will they get next week? Is Peter Rawlinson going to be on CNBC? You know, what kind of action are they going to get? But I, I tend to think that shares, you know, are, are going to trade wildly again, you know, next week based on that changeover. And as you said, you know, the following is going to be there no matter what the name or the ticker um, but this is the other thing, Mitch, you pointed out on the chart, you know, with those times, normally when we get a, a SPAC deal announcement, it comes, you know, 7 a.m. or 4 p.m. So they announced the results of this vote at 9 a.m. So by 9 a.m., pretty much everyone could trade on their brokers, whereas when some of these deals are announced at 7, you, you get those pops in the early pre-market trading, and then you get another pop at 9 or 9.30 when other people can start trading depending on their broker. But for this one, everyone could really trade it right away, which I think is why we saw that that 5% move right away and, and then the, the big fall right away is because everyone could get in and out as soon as that news came out. What do you think? Yeah, you know, I, I you, you just have to stay with it. You know, one of the things is stories change, guys. Stories always change. I've talked about this. Story is an amazing thing because when you have the right story, the stocks can go to the moon. And it doesn't sometimes it doesn't even matter what the fundamentals are. It doesn't even matter what the technicals are. It doesn't even matter what the, the 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 company does. But when you get that kind of mentality behind it like we saw and i mean we could bring it up the meme stocks the amcs in the world and the gmes it, you know they can point at fundamentals but they're not on the sheet the sheet doesn't have them right it, the actual record doesn't have them and, and so with, with this company i think it's it's a production thing really when you're going to go down to it at the end of the year we're going to look at the production see if they're able to start that production meet what they are expecting to meet by the end of the year which is you know, all up to question. But with what you mentioned, yes, look for the story to still increase, look for the social attraction, look for tweets, memes, all that kind of stuff just points to showing you that the investors are interested and the story could get running. Do I think this stock could run? Yes, I do think it could run because like Chris mentioned, it does has that cult-like following. Once you have that cult-like following, all you need is some so everybody to jump on the on the race, right? Jump on the bandwagon and the next thing you know the stock's riding on up. So we'll see, we'll see. I think this stock is going to, you know, fight to try to get back up there towards the 30. The question is at that point, do we get above that 30? We'll see. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll we'll right. be watch we'll be watching it next week. What else Mitch is um moving out there? Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely take a look at here at the watch list. Before that, I wanted to take a second here to go ahead and give the facts on how you can enter yeah, in the competition yeah. today because I mean at the end of the day, if, if you don't get an entry, I mean, then you can't really win, right? So, all right, guys. So for the giveaway today, if you guys look at the description, it will also explain exactly what, what to do to enter. But for the giveaway, one of the things we want to do is definitely let's, – let's start off first. If you're not subscribed to Benzinga's YouTube, I mean, we, we can't even go anywhere if we don't start at that point. So definitely look down, hit that subscribe button. If that thing is red, change it. Let that thing say joined. All right, and the next thing up, if you look in the description below, you'll be able to find Chris and I's Twitter and also Benzinga's Twitter. So definitely be a follower of all three. That's going to get you into it. And the last thing, guess what? 
you guys are already doing it. You guys showed up here today. So one of the things that we're going to do is we're definitely going to draw the names from the chat. This is the easiest way definitely to go ahead at least do the drawing. Then Chris and I will verify that these people did go along with everything that we, we set for the competition. We don't want anybody to feel cheated out of this. That's the main thing. But Chris, what do we have for rewards today to give out? Looks like we got about 10 packages total, five grand prize packages, and five of our second prize, our second place prize. What do we got? All right, guys. Yeah. So as Mitch said, there there's ten winners today. That's that's a lot, right? We got ten, ten winners. Ten guys. And your your odds are good. Again, if you're here, please make sure you did all those things that Mitch mentioned. So the five grand prize winners, you're going to get from Hylion a, a bag, a shirt, a hat, a bottle, and a logo. Uh, and then also we'll throw in a Benzinga shirt. So that grand prize, you're actually getting two shirts, one from Benzinga, one from Hylion, and then again, additional Hylion merchandise. And then our five smaller packs that we'll also be giving away, uh, we'll have a, a water bottle from Hylion and then also a shirt from Benzinga. So yeah, you know, 10 chances to, to win again, guys, we said this was going to be the show you didn't want to miss this week on Friday. It, it looks like not everyone showed up to today's show. So for those of you that are here, exactly. you, you do have you do have some great odds. So uh, stay hey, tuned. Da like David said in the chat, uh, I, I wish I could say, but a new car. There's no there's no Oprah here either to, to uh, give I, everyone I, I, a car. I miss the prices right, man. My man, Bar Bar Bob Barker. Shout that was, out, that was yeah, that was the, you stay home from school sick and you watch prices, right? That was, <laughs> Let's just say I did that too often, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> been there, been there. All right, guys, what's going on? Definitely, definitely smash the like, do the calls to action, guys. We're going to get in towards that giveaway in just about 10 minutes. We'll do it at 1140 here. Uh, we're right now hitting 1130. Let's go back to our watch list, see what we see out there, Chris, and, and, and maybe something standing out to you. You know, on the, the watch list I'm looking at, it's really a lot of these SPACs that have despacked and are trading, you know, down in the $8 range that are, you know, uh, up today. Owlette is one that I would call out. I mentioned this, uh, you know, earlier this week or last week. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's one that's been beaten down, right? It's a baby monitoring company. They have the smart sock. They have baby monitors. They're also expanding into telehealth. You know, this is one where, again, I, I, you know, as a parent, this is where you spend your money, right? Instead of buying, you know, stuff you don't need, you're, you're going to spend the money on your kids. You're going to spend money on that peace of mind to know that your kid is safe while they're sleeping. And if they can connect that to, to telehealth where, you know, if, if the heart monitor is different, uh, you know, a doctor gets connected and they can tell you exactly why that is. I, I think that's a strong healthcare business. So, you know, this is one, again, it's, it's around $8, um, you know, down from the despacking, but I think long-term could have an exciting future. Yeah, just watch for some leveling out action. One of the things I can clearly see is a turnaround on the $8 price point right now. So that's kind of like your line in the sand on the downside. Um, it's not a bad one to take here. Well, I, I really think what I'm going to try to do is just start uh, opening a long-term position in this one. And when I do long-term positions, I usually going to buy in about three different orders. So 
Um, one of the things is a lot of times I feel like too many people try to put all their buy order in one level. And with that being said, what does that leave you is only that one level to go off of. So what I like to do is I start attacking some lower supports, trying to catch that bounce. And so with that being said, I would go after about three buys and you can start going down. Like, let's say maybe, maybe you get a small pullback today and you want to just you, you want to get in. So maybe you attack the 820s or something like that. Then you can look down below that $8 price point to see if you need to go ahead and hit that ad. And then maybe you could even work down towards even having the mentality that, hey, if this gets to 750, I'll hit that last ad. And then boom, you have an average somewhere between $8 and 750. And this could give you an ability to really start measuring in your position versus just getting all in and all the eggs in one basket. Yeah, another one I, I would say, Mitch, that's moving. We have body, uh, B-O-D-Y. Up you, you don't 2%. want me to get back into that, Chris. <laughs> you know, I, I, it, it's starting to see some trends. It's, it's moving favorably. This was called out, you know, earlier this week. I think it's a play on, you know, retail traders being into it a strong ticker. And then also, you know, that connected fitness model that they have the workout at home model. I, I think that's going to see some growth. Uh, <laughs> I want your body. Yeah, solar body. Up. I think solar up might be uh, try, trying to kill everyone here with that, uh, that drinking challenge. Cause <laughs> we're starting early today. Solar. Yeah. Starting early. That's all I can say. <laughs> Yes, AJ, you got it. The body, the beach body. One thing that I want to see, Chris, is how their new kind of body, literally B-O-D-I, starts opening up. Um, this is kind of a, a more kind of fight towards Peloton and, and really getting back at them. Um, so let's watch how that really moves, right? Um, at the end of the day, if you end up drunk, that's not my fault. <laughs> but hey, I I'll repeat, body, body 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 that's all i'm gonna say because it has the right name it has the right ticker it has the i mean uh, this is not a new company right we're, we're talking about a company that's been around for years and years so we'll see body's gonna get back here real question to me is 12 dollars because there's multiple resistance there that we've gone through before on this last rip but I think that's where you might get start, start seeing some sideways action. So remember, we're not calling out the body's going to the moon right now. We're just calling out a, re, a trend reversal here from that breakdown of that $10. Mitch, another one that's moving uh, down big today is uh, up, UP, um, down 12% today. And this is, this is a good one to call out, right? This is wheels up, recently despacked. This was one where we saw heavy, heavy redemption. Um, at the SPAC vote, right? So UP, um, heavy redemption. And then that led to, oh, it's it's in the red. So maybe you just- Oh, that's what it is. I got to yeah. scroll down. That's yeah, scroll down. So this this would be my caution, you know, as I said, guys, that these ones that end up being low float trades, right? I mean, if you look Oof. at up, this thing traded, I mean, huge on its first day, right? Because yeah, it, had a, it had a low float, and then now you're seeing the reaction, right? That people now are sending shares down because they weren't investing in it long term. It was a it was a day trade for people. So that's why I say with these low float names, with these ones that have heavy redemption, be careful because they could see that one day pop. But then on the backside, this is what you may see once people get out. 
Uh, Mitch, the other one I saw uh, down today is Ride, R-I-D-E, uh, crossing below $8. We're at $7.76. You know, Ride was interesting for a while because even with all the negative news, all the investigations, it, it still traded above $10 for a long time. Then you started to see some pressure under 10. Then it started moving up again because, you know, there was rumors of a buyout or more funding. And now it looks like, you know, maybe more people are getting out of this one uh, because of the story. Yeah, we'll we'll see if Ride can make itself back. I mean, it needs to ride on up, but it's just on the ride down right now. So a lot of expectations. What do I expect from this company? I'm going to be honest, guys, not much, not much reason why they just haven't been able to get what is needed. And we're coming up on that September time, right? So that was the date that they supposedly said the car was coming out. We'll see if they can go ahead and make that happen. Right, Chris? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Mitch, I see a comment from Wade in the chat. So we have Ajax, um, AJAX. This is the merger with Kazoo. Uh, Kazoo is a leading uh, used car retailer in the UK. So to be completely honest, I own shares of AJAX because it was a huge management team, right? You had the founders um, you know, of Instagram, uh, 23andMe. Uh, you had a Chipotle co-founder, right? You had this strong team. I mean, if you look at this thing, it traded over $13 pre-deal. Um, and then they announced, you know, this, this just non-sexy deal, right, with Kazoo. To me, I don't know enough about the UK market. Um, they did have strong growth in their last earnings that they announced. But to me, I just tend to stay away from it. Also, with that being said, I think this is one that could go under $10 after the vote because, again, it it just isn't as sexy to the U.S. retail traders. Um, And it might trade under until they have, you know, another earnings report to really move the story. Um, So that's what I would say, Wade. You know, again, full disclosure, I did own Ajax shares. I got out on the deal because it just wasn't, you know, my favorite. And again, that's just my opinion. But they are a leader in the UK. So if anyone knows the European market better, I think they made an acquisition there too um, to hit additional countries. So maybe they could be the leader over in in Europe, whereas in the US we have, you know, a fragmented market for uh, used cars. So more power to them. And maybe this is one that we see a big story, uh, you know, later on this year. So if anyone has anything to add, go ahead. But that's what I see with Ajax here. What Anything you see, Mitch? I'll just call it like I see it. The Carvana of the UK. I don't see anything different, you know. And so with that being said, uh, you just got to watch also how the pricings of the used vehicles are going right now. In the United States, there have been a shortage of supply of used vehicles, um, but the prices are going up. So it's really kind of more of a seller's market than a buyer's market right now. Um, and so with that being said, look for that to switch, you know, look for the mentality to switch. Uh, a lot of this has to come with the semiconductor chips and the struggle that they're having to get the new vehicles. And I mean, when, when a one year old vehicle costs the same as a new year old vehicle, I mean, you're definitely going to probably run into some problems. But with that being said, one of the things that you could see 
is these kind of companies build up an inventory with that seller's market, right? Start buying back some of these vehicles. The question is, are they going to overpay for some of these vehicles? And will that come into play into their margins? So we'll see how these affect it. There's a lot of companies we can talk about in this area. So it's not a bad question at all, Wade. Um, I mean, we could talk uh, lots. We could talk uh, a bunch of different kind of companies that are in here and doing similar things. That's one thing I will point out is that the competition has gotten big and it's no longer kind of a, a one company, two company kind of thing. It's plenty of companies going after the same kind of revenue. And Mitch, just to highlight, you know, where I think retail interest is not there. If I look at a three month chart of Ajax, it essentially is traded between nine eighty and $10. I mean, pretty flat. Uh, a 20 cent range for, you know, a three month period. So, uh, you know, I just don't know if this one's going to move, um, you know, or have any big catalyst. Mitch, how about that comment from Sue? Uh, 4.30 p.m. my time, 15 of us are watching Mitch and Chris at a bar in Lisbon. Uh, Sue, thank you for being a, thank you for being a loyal viewer. You also got people watching along with you. We're on a, at a bar right now. You know, well, Solar set you up. Along. He already gave you the game. Yeah, yeah. So good luck if anyone is playing that Mitch drinking game again. We do not take responsibility. Uh, you know, yeah, for yeah, any yeah. injuries that happen with that. So please be careful, everyone. You, you guys know me. Uh, I'll definitely keep helping the drinking game. Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. DMYQ Planet, right? The big news yesterday that they're partnered with NASA. Um, I like it. I, I love the explanation Niccolo Damasi gave us, right? He called it the thing behind the thing, which is a Benzinga phrase. Anytime you have a CEO saying that they're the thing behind the thing, I mean, that makes me you know, want to get behind them. That's, that's a, uh, you know, a thing that we invest in here at Benzinga is the companies that are the thing behind the things. A lot of comments on SoFi. SoFi, again, it, it's been heavily traded. It's getting a lot of retail interest. For me, the story is that bank charter, which it looks like could come in September. I, I think until then, you know, we are going to get an earnings report from them in August. So we have that as a catalyst, and then we have the the bank charter in September. So if you're looking at SoFi long-term, I think those are the two big things you need to pay attention to is the, the earnings in August, and, and then also that possible bank charter in September. Um, but otherwise, you know, this thing is going to have some wild days as we've seen, uh, and that's part of just having, you know, that strong retail interest. A lot of tickers here. ChargePoint, CHPT, you know, I'm still long ChargePoint. Um, I've been in since before the the DSPAC. Um, I love the charging infrastructure plays. My one concern is, you know, Tesla, Tesla saying that they're going to um, open up their supercharger network, which could be competition, you know, for ChargePoint and other uh, charging companies. But we're seeing the government really support the, the charging infrastructure um, you know, as the story and building that out across the U.S. So I, I definitely like the the long term story. We're seeing Muds and Cal, one of our loyal viewers here, talking about Muds. I mean, we we covered this on the show the other day, right? That Tops really needs a catalyst. They they almost fell behind, right? We have that we had the first round of the baseball NFTs for the Tops trading cards, 
And, and then they've been pretty quiet since. Um, you saw Mitch open up that pack, right? The, the values of those NFTs have dropped um, and they really haven't done any new announcements. And now you have Panini, you know, their rival, not only rumored to be going public via SPAC, but also now partnering with college athletes, which opens up a whole new revenue driver for them. Whereas I think Tops has been really quiet here. So I, I love MUDs. I love Tops long term. But right now, I just I just don't get as excited, um, you know, about it right now. Line Electric, LEV being called out. Um, you know, again, I, I love the electric bus, electric van story. I'm long Lion Electric. Um, I'm also long Proterra. Those are two of my bets on the future with electric vehicles, electric buses, electric vans. Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com.